Save the Semantics, episode 147. It is July 11, 2021. My name is Myro. This is the podcast uh, where I talk about stuff. And. Shit! Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, and just kind of give updates on what things are going on at this very moment in time, how, sometimes how I'm feeling, um, at least that's sort of lately been the case, and things that I am looking forward to, which I sometimes talk about, um, it's been a little bit since I last recorded, I think maybe a couple of weeks, kind of lost track of time, I wanted to record last weekend, but I just couldn't couldn't get around to it, um, but yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing alright, I'm doing pretty good, for the most part, um, weather is nice, but I am always on the edge of my seat (laughs) when it comes to, you know, shit, just because of everything, um, it's kind of like windy, any sign of wind is just kind of, yeah. Not not really a huge fan of that, um, but yeah, things are things are pretty solid at the moment. Um, I've been I've had some pretty lax couple of weeks. Uh, I had that was Independence Day weekend last weekend, so I had like a four day weekend, which is pretty pretty rare. Um, and uh, enjoyed my time. Uh, just kind of taking a break from things. So it was nice. Um, I think things will probably start picking but picking up for me. Um, maybe this, like, upcoming month or so. Um, I have, you know, I just got more stuff coming up. So, always looking forward to that. Um, and yeah. I, um, I think... I'm not really try. I was going to say, I'm, I'm really... I would like to try to do some trips, at least by the end of this year. I want to do, I want to try to do something, um, just because I haven't, <laughs> you know, I haven't, I haven't really traveled at all in the last fucking, whatever, three, four years, probably longer than that, since I've really done anything substantial, so I'll, I, I kind of want to do something uh, for myself before the end of the year, so... That's something that, you know, I've I've been trying to kind of look into in terms of what, uh, you know, where I would go for one, and then what I would do, um, and when I would go. So, a lot of factors to take into account, but, yeah, just something, you know, kind of need to get away a little bit. I haven't really, I've been very in place, um for, you know, whatever, however long it's been, so, I kind of need to move around a bit, um, I need a little change in scenery, so hopefully, maybe a little trip out somewhere will kind of do that for me, um, and I, I just think, I, I I don't know how to put it into words, but I, I feel like, I, I hate feeling this way, but I feel like if I don't do thing, things at a certain point in time, I won't be able to do it later, which I hate. Like that's such that's such a 
I don't know. It's a crappy mentality to have because I, I, I know that I'll have other opportunities to do things. But I, I just feel, <laughs> you know, it's always a sense of this, like, that there's like a ticking time bomb sort of thing. And it's just, <laughs> I'm trying to let go of that kind of that anxiety in a sense. Um, or just kind of, you know, learn to sort of live with that in the sense that, yeah, it's, you know, the time will pass, but that doesn't mean that it's, you know, it's a lost cause per se. You know what I mean? Like in college, I didn't really, and I think that this has sort of been like a more recent, um, approach that I've had where I feel like I maybe didn't do the thing, a lot of the things that I wanted to do during college. Like I, I did, I talked about how, you know, I wanted to do, certain things with like projects or maybe I wanted to kind of travel and do some shit like that but it just kind of never came to fruition um and I just feel that like of course I'm gonna have those regrets and I'm gonna you know it's like okay I I can't make up for lost time but that doesn't mean I can't um you know take advantage of certain opportunities at like a later time you know and I I also and I, you know, looking back, it's like, well, I, I still, I, you know, I tried, I, I think I tried my best to do the things that, you know, I was not able, you know, that I was able to do with, you know, the limited resources, money, whatever that I had. So I, I feel like it's not, it's just counterproductive, counterintuitive to just kind of like beat myself up for not taking advantage of certain things when I, I, I know that I had those limitations, you know what I mean? So it's like, I, I, I feel that, um, yeah, it's just kind of pointless to, to, to look at things that way, you know? And that's, that's just kind of something that I've sort of, you know, come to, you know, terms with, I guess. Like it, it's never been the most like, um, it's never been the most, a huge issue for me, like in terms of, I don't know, being, plagued with that or I feel that it's it's constantly bothering me but you know it's it's it is you know a small thing that's kind of you know kind of been uh just kind of there so I think that it's it's really not worth the time and the energy to kind of be like well I wish I could do that yeah of course everyone wished they could do shit (laughs) it's like there's no there's always going to be something that you're not going to be able to do it's just kind of impossible to do everything and it's and and depending on your situation sometimes you're not able to so and you know I was kind of in that position so I I I don't think it's fair for me to kind of you know beat myself up for for those things so yeah it's just it's not worthwhile regretting the things that I couldn't do and it's not worthwhile to you know overly criticize myself for not making up for lost time you know so yeah I just think that it's um it's just you just gotta just gotta go through the motions and go through with it uh with the best of your abilities in that sense um I've been what have I been doing within the time that I do have, I've been listening to some music, some albums have come out recently, um, that I've kind of been listening to during work, and I'm not really the type of person that 
<laughs> I'm not good. I, you know, I've talked about this before, but I, I've never been the type of person that can really multitask. <clears throat> and I just feel like I've talked to some other coworkers who are able to do that. I'm like, how the fuck are you? Like, someone told me, like, they were watching, like, Netflix while working. I'm like, I don't... Even if it's for something, like, menial or something, like, monotonous, like, I just don't understand, like... <laughs> it's like, how the fuck do you... How do you, are you managing to keep your focus on one thing and then watch a show or a movie on the other, you know? I just... It's a lot of... It's a lot of brain power, man. I don't have that. Um, so... It's it's just movies, movies or not movies. Sorry, it's usually just music or podcasts that I, I have on in the background while I'm working. It's just the best way to go about things. Um, anyway, so I've been listening to what's come out. I listened to Tyler the Creator's new album. I mean that came out a little bit ago, um, maybe like a week ago, um, and I I really enjoyed it. Um, I wasn't like. Hot take. <laughs> I wasn't, like, the biggest fan of Igor or Igor. Um, like, I enjoyed the album. Like, I think there's some good stuff on there. Um, but it's not... I can't see myself going back and listening to it. You know what I mean? Um, and I think this one's a little more... Like, it's a lot easier to kind of go back into it, maybe. Go for it for, like, a second or third listen. To kind of get some uh, pieces that I might have missed out on my first listen. Because I wasn't, you know, fully paying attention to the lyrics or whatever. Um, he gets very, um, I mean, he, you know, obviously. And, and Igor, he, he, Tyler gets pretty introspective and talks about his, you know. is very open about, you know, his past, uh, you know, relationships. That's sort of like the focal point of that album. This one, he's sort of, like, he's talking about, um, he's talking about his success and, like, where he's at, and, you know, there's some, you know, there's, there's sort of the typical element of rap where he's, you know, you know, being braggadocious and whatever, right, like, he's, you know, very much understandable considering, like, he, you know, his, his success and everything, so, um, you know, he's talking about that. Uh, at this current moment, and you know, he's, and then he's also talking about um, relationships again. I think the last song, in particular, he he is a very like a very interesting track where he talks about a relationship with someone and kind of the situation he was in is like a very detailed situation. He was talking about how he had his regrets because he know this person was technically seeing someone and he felt that he considered them as a friend but then it got a little more deeper than that and so it got complicated and um it felt very you know it was nothing there were no crazy metaphors or anything like that like it was pretty straightforward if you listen to you know front to back you're like okay i got you know it's a very clear and concise perspective of of you know his this relationship he had with this person um and kind of the, how he sort of reflected on it, um, but it's, it's nice, I, I really, I really enjoy those types of tracks that are very, you know, heavily story driven, like one of my favorite songs, 
um, as of late is um, Sa- on Saba's Care For Me is uh, Prom King. I think that song is kind of, you know, in a, in a similar vein of, you know, heavily story-driven. I think that song is a little more... Um, <laughs> it's very sad and it's a lot more depressing. Um, but still, it's it's sort of in that same vein of, like, storytelling of kind of, you know, introduce both, both, both artists kind of introduced this, um, they set it up with, you know, uh, themselves by placing themselves in the story, and like Saba's case, he's like talking about his relationship that he had with his cousin, um, and then just kind of builds up from there, and, you know, and he puts in specific situations that they were in, um, you know, how, like, I think, you know, Saba wasn't really particularly close to his cousin, um, at a, at like, you know, a much younger age, but as they, as he grew up, he got a lot closer, and then, you know, it leads up to the point where it's, like, kind of, like, a tragic ending, um, and I think it's similar kind of story patterns with that, with, uh, that last song. I forgot the name of the song on Tyler's album but you know very similar kind of and it's on the very back end too like um so that's sort of like the similarity there but yeah both both great songs and I I I really enjoyed this new album Call Me If You Get Lost solid solid album maybe I'll give it give it another listen um and I mean the thing is here's the thing I I also just listened to Igor like a week prior like the first time going through it a week prior to listening to his listening to his new album, so um, you know maybe it's like maybe it's like a you know I, I maybe I have to give it like another shot, not another shot, but like just give it another listen to give you know more extended extended idea of what you know I think of of the album and stuff, but yeah. Uh, solid album. And I also listened to IDK's new album, um, You See For Yourself, which I thought was pretty good. Um, I, I, I kind of want to re-listen to the album before that, which was, uh, what the hell was it called? It came out in 2019, I think. Oh, no, what was it called? What was it called? Um... What the hell was it called? I Was Very Bad was his first album, which is still my favorite of his. Um, The second one was Is He Real? That's what it was called, Is He Real? Um, And I thought that one was pretty good. I think I kind of want to give it another listen just because it's been a little bit since I've gone through a full album listen. I have been listening to a lot of IDK, though. (laughs) Like, I've been listening to the singles that have come off the new album um and then just kind of listened to it again when i went got through went through the full full track list um i think i had a i read one comment i think it was it was like on the reddit thread that said that and i have i have a kind of a similar feeling and i kind of agree with what this person said that this album is pretty good i think in terms of, like, the execution and sort of the concept of the album falls maybe a little short to what maybe he envisioned. Like, I think 
there's like a few pieces that weren't, you know, super tight. Some songs were felt incomplete and it just wasn't, you know, in terms of a project in itself, it's it wasn't the most like cohesive, but individual songs on that album are great. Like Peloton is fantastic. Uh what else? Shoot My Shot. I've been listening to that song for a while cuz it's been out for maybe like a couple months. Um and what else? You know, all the singles that came off of it are great. Um the song with Young Thug is solid. I'm not a huge Young Thug fan, but I feel like that that sound in particular, the beat, just kind of a weird, you know, a little uh, unconventional beat kind of worked in, in, in the song's favor, and so I was a fan of that. Um, what else? I think the last couple of tracks were pretty solid. The only, the, the one, the major, um, the major, excuse me, the major criticism I have of the album is the song Red with MF Doom, uh, what else, West Side Gun, and J Electronica, like that, I just think, the, my main, main criticism is Jay's, J Electronica's verse, like, I, that shit was just terrible, <laughs> it was so bad, I mean, like, the beat was cool, I like the way that it started with West Side Gun's verse and then just kind of transitioning into IDK. And then MF Doom's hook was okay. It, it, it was a little half-baked. I think that's a pretty common criticism that I've seen. But man, it's just like putting his, putting, you know, Jay's verse at the end and just what, just him spouting some, you know, fucking, I don't know, some conspiracy shit, man. It just took away... Like, the first time I listened to that song, I was just, oh, man, dude. I was, like, literally facepalming <laughs> listening to it. I'm like, come on, dude, what the fuck? Said some shit like, <laughs> you can go with Dr. Fauci, I'll stay with Dr. Williams, or something like that. And I think, I forgot who the, I forgot what he, who he was, exactly who he was referring to, but it was some, you know, some, like, anti-Semitic figure, Muslim figure. Um, and it's just like, God damn it, dude. It's like, why you gotta make this about yourself? He really was, man. He was just like, this is how I feel about shit right now. Like, it's, you know, it's like, I don't use like the, you know, vaccines and shit. (laughs) God, dude. It's just so, I don't know, man. It's just so shitty, dude. I just wish, I wish that verse wasn't even like on there. Like I said, I like the beat. I like pretty much most other things of that, you know, the MF Doom verse or Hook was, eh, you know, but it's just, ah, man, that song just, like, left a bad taste in my mouth, so that, that was just unfortunate, um, and so that, you know, that, that, that's, like, the major drawback of the album is that particular song, and then there's some pieces to it which I didn't feel were super developed in a sense like some songs kind of left a little bit more um i I was kind of left wanting a little bit more from um some people were were saying that it's a very like heavily kanye influenced album and i could definitely see that just in terms like the production 
and the some of IDK's delivery on some songs were pretty good. Like I guess Kanye esque, you know. I I don't I, you know, and, and I guess like the some of the not the most developed ideas on the album. I guess you can kind of relate it a little bit to you know some of Kanye's projects he's done pretty recently. So yeah, I could definitely see those comparisons. I don't think it's like word for word some people are saying like oh he's biting his flow i'm like no he's not that's not no i don't see that at all i think you know influence is there for sure like he's he's talked about it before how he's you know very much looked up to kanye and stuff so that's not surprising but i don't think he's not biting his flow he's not taking all of his ass pieces and you know whatever repackaging it as no no he's doing his own thing man it's just it's, it's very much his sound like i think um, when I hear IDK, I think, it's just, I, I, I know that it's, like, him, he has a, you know, he has his own sound and everything, and I think he's, um, he has a beautiful voice, <laughs> he does, he has a great voice, I think, um, you know, outside of his, like, rapping ability, I think he just, is just, like, uh, he has a great singing voice, I mean, I think that's kind of shown on, like, Peloton, um, I think one of the best showcases of that um, it's not on this album, but, like, it's still on, like, I, I Was Very Bad, which is still my, I still feel like it's his best project, and it's also my favorite project of his, um, where he's, like, singing about his mom passing, and it's just incredibly, oh my god, like, I, I just, I, it, I always feel, like, I've listened to that album, like, a bunch of times, and whenever it gets to those, like, the songs where he's, you know, rapping and singing about his mom's passing, it's just always, like, it always kind of evokes emotion out of me, so, um, I, I think he has, he has a very, he, he's very talented, I just think that in terms of the composition of some of the albums, in terms of the way the album is structured, and maybe some of the songs are not the most complete, like, I think, at least for like the last maybe the last two projects, um, you know, just kind of you have you're 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 I think you're just wanting a little bit more from him because I I see he can definitely deliver for sure, um, but yeah, I'm I'm just like I'm like I'm very happy that I've been I've kind of been a fan for like the last few years now. I've been listening to him for a while for a little while now, um, and he's you know he's definitely grown to become one of my favorite artists so i'll always be you know i mean at least for the time being i'll be keeping an eye out for whatever he releases so yeah looking forward to more stuff coming out and i'll definitely try to re-listen to some of the other stuff and maybe if i go through you know the new album again again like i'll just probably maybe have different thoughts on it so yeah solid solid album as well there um what else? What else have I been listening to? I'm trying to think. I should really just jot these down. Um, yeah, not really, not really anything. Um, did I talk about? I don't remember, man. I guess I could talk about it. I mean, I did I beat it like recently? Like, what the fuck happened? I think I did, like last weekend. Um, so I beat. The main story of East 8. I think it was... I'm pretty sure it was last week. I mean, I'm losing track of time. Um, 
and I think it's it's definitely gone up on you know whatever my my sort of theoretical list of favorite games on the Switch and favorite like JRPG games. I think it was a very um, I you know going into it like I did yeah I didn't really know anything about it, which is great because you know I think that really helped elevate my overall enjoyment of the game and the story. Um, and, you know, after playing the game, I, I kind of, you know, read through what other people thought about it, you know, watched some reviews and stuff. And I think some people uh, weren't the biggest fans of, like, the story and everything, but I felt like that was, like, one of the strongest points of the game. Of course, the gameplay is great it's you know fast paced and it's a lot of fun that's that's obviously like the best aspect of the game but i think the story is like fantastic i think it's really well done and i've talked about the characters already um in a prior podcast so i won't get you know too you know too into that again but i you know this characters are pretty well written and established and i feel like they it feels very, you know, aside from, you know, maybe a couple of characters, you know, the main cast is pretty, pretty strong. Um, and it's just like, okay, I feel very like, you know, connected to these characters and it's just, uh, it was a lot of, uh, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, it's, uh, I, 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 I like, I don't want to spoil the ending too much, but it was, you know, it, it was kind of what I expected a little bit, how the ending was going to be. Um, and, but it was it was like a satisfying conclusion, you know what I mean? And yeah, I, I, I got emotional, which is like not super common, I feel like. You know what I mean? I'm not usually super invested in like certain stories because it's pretty, uh, it's a, there's a pretty clear expectation of what's going to happen. But, you know, there I think the moments, the emotional moments of that happened in the story were, you know, they, they hit pretty well, I think. Um, and that was, I was, you know, surprised by that. And I kind of, you know, elevated my enjoyment of the game. So happy I went through that. Um, and I know Yeast 9 just like got released. So I'll be playing that sometime in the future. I'm, I'm probably going to maybe take a break. I mean, I, I think there's extra content. There's post-game content with eight so i'll probably do you know a little bit more with that because i i i'm a pretty big fan of the gameplay and everything um but uh i um i'm, I'm i think i'm just gonna take a little break from like before, I, I don't think i'm gonna delve right back into nine you know what i mean before like shit happens <laughs> so I, I i think i'm gonna maybe try something else I did download Transistor because it was on sale and I've played a little bit of that. So I might do, you know, I might go through that and then maybe we'll get into nine or maybe I'll, maybe I'm feeling I want to play something else. I don't know. I, but um, it, it's it's been a little bit since I've felt invested in a game and this East 8 has kind of scratched that itch, which I'm, I'm really happy about. Um, I haven't really been as 
uh, like invested or as you know intrigued by a game recently so that's kind of been that's been nice that's been a really nice um happy that i kind of just stumbled across it um even though it's 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 like relatively well known i guess like but it's not it's not to the level of like other jrpgs obviously like final fantasy dragon quest whatever but yeah i'm, I'm happy that i, I kind of stumbled across that and was able to kind of get a pretty thorough enjoyment of the game so yeah i uh happy that i got to experience it and i think that's we're gonna stop it there um i might do i mentioned i think it was last episode i mentioned that i was gonna do um an episode where i speak only japanese so i might do that later um coming up (laughs) depending on how i feel and everything um but yeah i think I have some ideas, I'm, I, so I'm going to try that for sure, that's just kind of a side thing, um, aside from, you know, whatever the main thing that I'm doing with this, um, and I'm going to try that out, I think it'll be like a fun little experiment for me, so, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode, this has been Save the Semantics, signing off.